Welcome to Fringes, a no-frills kind of podcast where I talk to trans and gender non-conforming Jews about our experiences with talitot and tzitzit. Talitot are Jewish prayer shawls, and tzitzit are the knotted fringe on the bottom of them. Today, I had the pleasure of interviewing someone whose tzitzit I actually got to tie in my work at Adva. I reached out to see if they'd want to talk, and here we are now. This is Adrian. Uh, hi, I'm Adrian. Uh, pronouns they, them, theirs. And I guess I'm going to be interviewed today. Yay. Um, thank you so much for talking to me. Um, I guess we'll jump right in with kind of the first question I've been asking everyone, which is, what are your first memories of Talitot? Um, what, are, what are your first memories of Tzitzit? Are they the same? Are they different? Um, kind of what, is, what does that bring up for you? Um, so my first memory with Taliot was probably during my first uh, Yom Kippur, which was about a year ago. Um, and that wasn't like, super, it wasn't like a religious thing or anything. Like me putting it on wasn't religious. It was just because like, I got cold. Um, <laughs> I, I was recovering from top surgery, and I was dumb about a lot of things. So I was just like, let me grab this and wrap up and be warm. Um, but I guess, like, my official, like, getting to wear a tully for the first time was, I think, when I got the ones that you tied the seat seat for. Um, and, yeah, that was, I, that was, like, more of... I, like an actual experience because I got to say the brachot um, and put on like knowing that I was putting it on to fulfill the mitzvah instead of just trying to stay warm um, during services. Yeah, have you have you worn your new talis to services? Yes. Yeah. Um, there was a guy who was like, "Oh, where'd you get that?" And I told him where I got it from. <laughs> so. Wow. So you're talking about wearing a talus to services and um, I guess I'm curious like what it means for you to wear your talit. Um, it makes me feel like more a part of the tribe, you know, because I have something like I have a talit of my own instead of like having to borrow one or like look at the ones at the little gift shop we have at my synagogue and be like one day I'll be able to afford one of you Mm -hmm. (laughs) um like it's it's mine um it's I don't know it kind of feels like an affirmation of like I am Jewish enough to wear this now kind of deal 
Yeah. So, um, it it definitely makes um, services a lot more personal for me because like, it's it's different like when they when you're bringing the Taurus the Taurus scroll around like if you don't have a tally you touch it with your Cedar, um, and like it's different kissing like the spine of a Cedar compared to like kissing the seed seed. Yeah. Could you talk a little bit about what it feels like to kiss the tzitzit? Um, why that's special? It's just... There's less distance, if that makes any sense. Like, you know, cedar, uh, cedarim are, like, kind of big. So, like, there's more distance between you and the Torah. Whereas, like, with the tzitzit, at least for me, what I do is, like, I'll wrap it around my finger. Um, and then I'll, like, touch the, the covering for the Torah scroll, or if I'm, like, up for an aliyah, then I'll, like, use that and touch where the yacht is pointing, and then I'll, like, get to kiss it, and it's, like, it's my item, or, like, an extension of me, rather than, like, the Cedar is, like, it's a, it's a hard, kind of, like, not very flexible, at least the ones in my synagogue, they're, like, very hard and not very flexible, so it's, like, more rigid everything yeah that's really beautiful I've never thought about it that way before um wow well when I so part of how we got in touch is because you wanted your tzitzit tied with the Sephardic tying Mm -hmm. and I was curious um if you could talk a little bit about what that in particular means to you um so i'm pretty sure it's been like implied by this point like i converted to judaism um and like the mean hog of my synagogue is like ashkenaz um but i am half mexican half filipino so like i have more i don't really have ties to that area of europe i have the more like I'm more tied towards like Spain so I've been like kind of looking into the customs of like Spanish and Portuguese Jews because like all this stuff like um, within the Ashkenaz world doesn't quite mesh with me Um, so it like getting you know having a tally with the tzitzit tied in the Sephardic style um, just makes me feel like more connected to my roots and allows me to like connect more to the way that I practice. Totally. That's really special. Yeah. Wow. Um, yeah, I feel very touched by that and by the opportunity that you gave me actually because um, I'm part Sephardic and I had never tied them that way before Um, well I guess um, something I'm also curious about is like how you approach Atalus like as a trans person or like how you um, identify with or don't 
or like how you chose. Oh my gosh, I'm <laughs> doing a bad job asking this question. But the question is really like how you approach um, choosing and wearing a talus, like from the gender that you occupy. Um. So it's taken a lot of self-reflection and a constant reminder to stay off of Reddit because, <laughs> <laughs> like, don't get me wrong, like, r slash Judaism is, it's, it's really cool, um, tons of information there, but it's, um, like, it has its bent, and I'm, like, and I'm, as a reformed Jew, I'm just kind of like, okay, I should not come here for any, like, meat hog answers um so like i've kind of approached you know wearing a talit and i I, like also like i just got um like a a talit katan which is like the shirt one Mm -hmm. there's a better way to describe it but it's the shirt one um and i've started to wear that on and off um and i I approached it kind of like the same way I did when I started testosterone it was like it wasn't that I was trying to become a guy it was like me trying to become more comfortable in my own body so when I'm wearing like a, a, a tali or if I'm wearing the tali katan with tt it's not because I'm trying to present as a guy or because like oh I think I'm a guy therefore I have to um do this mitzvah it's no I'm a Jew and I want to try out this mitzvah because as a reformed Jew, um, you know, you're supposed to try out all of, all of the commitments, all 613 of them, and then see which ones work and which ones don't, like for you personally. Mm-hmm. Um, so, like, maybe I'll wear a talit on full-time at some point maybe I won't but this is helping me like discover you know discover and form how I practice my faith and everything right so do you um could you talk more about like what it feels like to wear a talit katan for you um yeah so I, I yeah i just started pretty recently um and i've gotten a lot of questions because people will see the fringe and be like oh what's that for um but it's also mainly for my family because i live with my grandparents and like they're catholic and i'm not and it's mm-hmm. the first time there's like no jews on my side of the city <laughs> I, I live on the older side of San Diego, um, so I'm pretty sure I'm the only Jew there. Um, but it's it's like you've got the physical reminder that you're wearing something. Um, it's like it's more than wearing a kippah because, like, after a while, you kind of forget it's up there until you like go to do your hair, and then your hand gets caught on like the clips, and you're like, "Ouch! Okay, that's there." Um, <laughs> With the Talit Katan, it's like, um, for me, I have one that's like a, 
like a shirt so you can wear it in place of an undershirt so like you feel it against you um and you kind of have to be more mindful about how you move or like because you know etc could get caught and then you're like ah um that happened a few days ago and i was like all right i gotta keep that in mind um But it, it's also uh, kind of like a weight. Like, the fabric itself is super lightweight, but it's like there's there's enough of the garment there that you're, that there's, you're kind of reminded that there's a presence around you. So, like, you know how God is, or like, if there is a higher power, like, could be everywhere, but at least at the very least, is, like, kind of surrounding you or at least observing. So you have that, like, connection, if that right. makes any sense. <laughs> no, it does. And and the commandment, like, wants the tzitzit to be tied to something with four corners. Mm-hmm. And I feel like the corn, like, thinking of corners and being surrounded makes a lot of sense. Um, together. Totally. Um, yeah. Do you feel like there are, I guess like, I really think that it's a really interesting place to exist, like at kind of this intersection of um, like wanting to, to wear or like, own yourself in being Jewish and then like kind of having to deal with a lot of ritual objects that are like made for particular genders or are supposed to look a certain way Yeah. on really binary genders and that like I guess I feel like oh my gosh we have to be so creative to be able to make um to make a talus our own as trans Jews. And I guess I'm curious if there have been any moments in your life, um, particular, you know, with your new talus or with your talit katan or whatever, where you felt really like, oh, I'm figuring something out here. I'm doing something special. Um, it was definitely like the first time I put on the talit katan. Just because like traditionally it is such a it's like a male only thing um it it, it's kind of like me like me trying to figure out well why do i want to wear this um and it's like not because like i said it's not because i wanted to be a guy it's just because i wanted to explore um the mitzvah and maybe explore the connection to God. Like, I don't, I personally don't think that wanting to do a mitzvah has to be tied to gender, especially because, like, I'm not binary, so, like, no gender. (laughs) (laughs) Um, And um, with, you know, if I want to do a mitzvah, I should be able to do a mitzvah. I shouldn't have to have, you know, extra bits down, down there to 
do it, you know, I'm a Jew, regardless of what's in my pants or what's not in my pants, you know? Totally. Um, so, yeah. Yeah. I just, like, there's, a, like, a part of me that um, has, like, that imposter syndrome. I, I think it is because, like, I did convert. Um, where, like, I'll do, I'll, like, look at my telekaton and I'm like, am I really, should I really be wearing this? Am I, am I allowed to wear this? Should I be doing this? Um, and I'm like, I'm not Jewish enough to do this type of deal. And then I'm like, and then I have to stop myself and be like, yes, I am Jewish enough to do this because I am a Jew. Like, (laughs) yeah, I don't need anyone else's approval to do this. I just need my own approval. Right. And like, if Jewish people can't wear these things, like who can? Yeah, exactly. Totally. I'm really with you with that. Um, I guess, are there like things that I haven't asked you or that you're like, oh my gosh, I have all of these thoughts about Tolly Tote that we didn't even touch on? Um, I guess, uh, just how, tell, how Talito are, like, advertised, you know, because, like, I've been, I've been, like, up until I found, um, like, the Advert Designs website, I've been looking at this website, um, like, Ben's Talit Shop. And, like, I look at it, and I was like, I'll probably get a tell you from here. And then it's, like, boys and men and boys and men. And I'm just like, or maybe not. Because, like, I'm not a guy. But, like, if you go looking for, like, quote-unquote women's telly or telly tote, um, they're just, like, silk shawls, shawls. And I'm like, but that's not what I want either. So it was, like, trying to find a telly that was gender gender affirming um and that's what i found with adva designs like it was colorful but not like uber quote-unquote girly um if that makes any sense so like yeah i just i kind of wish it wasn't like men's telly and women's tally slash things that could pass off as just silk shawls type of deal like telly should like even women's telly should look awesome you know hell yeah it's definitely something like working with people who who buy from adva Uh, a lot of people come in we don't label them in any gendered way but people will be like oh which ones are your women's tally and we're like that's there's no such thing (laughs) anyone can wear any of them um and people get very flustered and they're like but this one has purple in it (laughs) so it's gotta be a woman's tallis yeah it's pretty shocking how attached 
and ingrained all of that is. Yeah. I like, that's why I ended up getting the two that I did, because one looked like the trans flag almost, and then the other one was like a more, like a darker, at least to my eyes, it looked like a darker, quote unquote, more mature version. So I was like, I will get both. Um, and they're not like wearing them. I'm like, oh, this doesn't scream like uber masculine, but it doesn't scream uber feminine either. It's just like one has a lighter co- color palette. So maybe I'm feeling like a little lighter that day. Um, whereas the other one has a darker color palette. And maybe I'm just really tired, but I still want to go to services. So I'll wear that one. Mm-hmm. Yeah. And it's interesting to me at least that like a way that you can express how you feel Jewishly is through like this kind of clothing item yeah and and how yeah like I often feel that way about clothing with my gender and it's really cool to reframe it and think about it with Judaism too Yeah. Like, you have a lot of the older people at my synagogue, they they think I'm a guy, and, like, I haven't, I've corrected them, but it's, they're all, they're all older and, and everything. Um, so, like, again, I also present masculine. Like, I've got the butch haircut, I wear jeans and trainers and, my voice is finally cracked. <laughs> so, like, I, I, I don't blame any of them for thinking that I'm a guy. Um, but, like, getting to wear, a, like, a more neutral-looking tully kind of adds to the androgyny. So, like, it kind of, like, helps me balance out. It's like, oh, yes, yeah, they're going to call me he today, and I'm about 95% okay with that. Um but I know that I'm not a he, and like, here's my tally to show the world that I'm not 100% a he today. Yeah. That's really, that's really awesome. I'm smiling, you can't see. <laughs> um, that's really awesome. Yeah. Um, is there anything else still on your mind? Um, do you wear a tallit? Um, I do sometimes. I wear the one I got at my bat mitzvah to services sometimes, but I don't feel super connected to it. And I wear a talit katan occasionally as well. Um, I think I wore it more a few years ago and I've been feeling like, I don't know how to wear this. I don't know. I, yeah, I think I've been feeling a lot of confusion about what I'm wearing and <laughs> when. Um, and I think about it a lot because I work with talitot. Yeah. Um, and I guess part of the, um, 
the thing happening with, with this podcast and this project is about me not having a lot of answers and feeling like nobody talks about it and just wanting to know like what what other people are doing and how they connect to Atalus and how they like get creative and get out there. Yeah. And it's been really amazing to like to hear a lot of people talk and definitely to hear you share because I think people like I think that our our trans shoes are really creative and also really like confused and curious and unsure and that's also kind of heartening even though it's hard yeah it's like play that you mentioned like no one really talks about is like when I was looking I just I wanted to see if like there were other non-binary people out there like other non-binary jews who wore a telekaton i was like i cannot be the only one who wears one (laughs) (laughs) um and i like i found like it was like a handful of um not even a handful it was like less than a handful of blogs um on tumblr and I like I threw the question. I was like, at one of them. I was like, "So, how did you come to the decision to do this? Like, I can't. Like, you do wear one." He's like, and they're like, "Yeah, I do. I just haven't lately because I have cats, and they seem to think my TT are <laughs> toys." And I was like, "That's fair." Um, <laughs> but yeah, just like just knowing that there are other non-binary Jews out there, like that makes me feel a lot better like it makes me feel a lot less awkward about wearing one if that you know definitely definitely yeah and it's it can be scary too like it really marks you in the public eye if they're not tucked in um and it's like the area, so where I go to school, um, there's an Orthodox synagogue like right down the road, like probably, I won't say like a 10 minute walk, um, maybe like a 10 minute run um, <laughs> from like my main campus. And like I've driven past it and I've seen um, people wearing like TTC, but they're all men they're all they're all like they're all guys um so that like it just there's like no representation if that may if you know like no one who's a a fab or like looks fem feminine or anything like that it's just it's all orthodox guys wearing their tt i'm just like i'm a reform Jew, and I want to do this representation, please, somewhat, you know? Yeah, it's definitely, like, where I live, I live in Boston, and there are a number of, like, I know a handful of of queer Jews who will wear tzitzit, 
and it sounds really really like brave of you to be doing that without knowing other people doing it like truly um and like really like self-aware and awesome because um, I think I tried it because I like saw somebody I knew doing it and then I said to myself oh my god you can do that yeah <laughs> what I never thought of that there's um sorry you go no 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 um there's this it was a post that I saw on reddit um and it was like it was about a girl who had posted about wearing a tamikatan and I thought it, I thought it was cool like she's like you know I have every right to wear this and all of the comments um at least on the reddit posts were just negative about it and I was like oh okay it was like it it, it, it was like before I finally decided to like bite the bullet and buy a telekaton for myself uh it was definitely like a gut punch it's like oh this afab person is being like kicked to pieces and then i'm like it's re and it took me a few weeks to be like but it's reddit like <laughs> it's reddit yeah it is and it's still like an attitude that exists in certain parts of the jewish world yeah um, even if it sucks <laughs> that it does. Yeah. Ooh. Wow. Well, thank you so much for sharing all of that. No problem. I'm happy to ramble. <laughs> Me too. <laughs> I, I really love hearing people ramble. So I really appreciate it. Um, Thank you for giving me the opportunity to just talk about it. Thanks for listening to Fringes, my passion project sponsored by Adva Designs. For more definitions, as well as a transcription of the episode, please check out the show notes on our website, advadesigns.com slash fringes episode nine. That's A-D-V-A-H-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot C-O-M slash F-R-I-N-G-E-S-E-P-I-S-O-D-E-9. As always, the stories I get to share through this podcast cannot possibly capture the breadth of experiences in the world. I'm inevitably leaving people out. That said, this project is growing. If your story feels left out and you want to share it, please reach out to me at emma at advadesigns.com. That's E-M-M-A at A-D-V-A-H-D-E-S-I-G-N-S dot C-O-M. This podcast is coming out on a bi-weekly basis. Thanks to my producer, Sarah Resnick, and to Home Despot, talented musician behind our intro. And thank you for listening. See you in two weeks wherever podcasts can be found.